welcome to the fourth episode of snippets i'm your host for today dr praneshwari and we have dr minakshi mayesh joining us today today we shall discuss about the tips for succeeding your final postgraduate examination for today's episode we have our academic director dr minakshi swaminathan dr minakshi has been the academic director of shankar netralaya for the past 15 years she has mentored more than 200 postgraduates and fellows across india she has also been the chief examiner for multiple dnb and frcs examination and to top it all she is also a world renowned pediatric ophthalmologist it is our pleasure and honor to welcome ms ma'am to this episode ma'am welcome to the program we are so happy that you are here and will spend the next 10 minutes or so guiding postgraduates about how to prepare for the exams so we can start with some commonly asked queries and doubts from our postgraduates Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here and feel honored that you think I can offer guidance. Okay, shoot away. I'm ready. I'm a first year ma'am. Should I start studying this early for the final exams? See, everyone is going to tell you that you have to study from day 1 of your course and you have to be systematic. But most of you will end up postponing studying for exams till the very end. It is great if you can start in a measured way balancing exam studying with skill acquisition hospital duties and of course some personal time uh, also how do i approach each posting ma'am what should be my end goal with each monthly posting so i will talk about shankar netralaya your logbook which is designed according to postings has a curriculum for each one it tells you in detail what theoretical knowledge and practical skills you need to achieve in the posting according to your year of training it has been adapted from the ico residency curriculum available in the ico website it would be best to talk to your consultant at the beginning of the posting to clarify the goals of the posting ma'am How important or useful do you feel it is to go through previous exam question papers or in other words a question bank before preparing your theory examination mm, I think it's very important to familiarize yourself with the question bank for your course especially of the last 5 years at least questions may be repeated with the words changed so get to know how the marking is done for various components of the question for example clinical presentation may be allotted 4 marks and the management 6 marks in a question it is important to write in greater detail for the management in such a scenario uh, but ma'am i find drawing diagrams very tough is this really important or can i skip it and just focus on the writing part No, there is no point in just looking at the diagrams. It will be impossible to recall the finer details if you are not intimately familiar with the diagram. So, practice drawing with the correct color codes in a separate notebook which you can revise with before the theory paper. In fact, practice using the color codes whenever you draw whether it's a monthly test or a mock exam also replace writing with flow charts as much as possible in your exams in our theory paper i've had a few tricky questions 
about which very little information is available from standard textbooks. Questions for which I felt there was no complete answer from one single textbook. What is your take on this, ma'am? Mm -hmm. It is not uncommon for the theory paper to contain questions for which you may not find the exact answer in one place in a textbook. So it's a good idea to divide such questions which you find from past papers amongst friends and work to formulate the answers. These can be exchanged amongst yourselves so that now you have an answer bank. So we had a system in Essen that we tried for a year and hopefully will continue in which I would send out two random questions from the bank, especially ones that are vague. The PGs were required to work on them weekly and share it with me every three months. Many PGs felt that this forced them into the habit of writing and especially working on unusual questions, just like what you're asking. Ma'am, there are so many sources of information. Is it better to just have one standard textbook to read from or should we also review, read review articles, etc.? See, actually most PGs have one set of books that form their main reading collection. That's a good thing. But many journals from the state societies like TNOA Journal or DOS have excellent review articles. These should be indexed and included in your reading. As and when you come across important points from other sources, you can make notes on like sticky notes, like post-its, which can then be stuck inside your main textbook for ready reference. The same can be done for electronic version of the books too. The, I find the AAO series is a great reference in addition to your standard textbook collection. One other important and often overlooked source is the PowerPoint that many of you prepare painstakingly for your classes. It contains a wealth of information and usually the most important points. See, these can be maintained in a folder or a cloud that is accessible to all the PGs in your program. Ma'am, how important are these monthly tests and exams? Also, should we periodically write a three-hour paper just to get a feel of it? See, you obviously cannot finish the entire specialty reading in one month. But still, the practice of reading and writing introduces some accountability from yourself and your training program. It's a good idea to practice at least a few three-hour paper writing just to know how to pace yourself. Pretend that the mock exam is the real thing. Practice drawing diagrams, underlining important points, draw proper diagrams. Practice making more flowcharts than writing whole sentences. Make it a sincere effort and you will know what you are in for. I am very worried about how I am going to make time exclusively for studying ma'am. This is for the theory exam in third year when I also have to focus on my thesis and my clinical postings. Do you have any thoughts about this? See, the key thing is to finish your thesis early. In the DNB stream, thesis submission is at least five months before theory. Only then you can heave a sigh of relief and start working on theory preparation. In fact, finishing data collection should be your priority in your first year and early part of the second year. Ma'am, are there any specific or high-yield areas that I should concentrate more from a textbook while preparing for my examinations. Actually, to tell you the truth, 
everything can be asked so don't overlook anything when you prepare let studying daily be like eating no skip days or cheat days better to know something about everything than everything about only some things you can even stick stuff on the wall to glance at in your hostel room or at home a quick revision of previous day's readings is an excellent technique before moving on to today's reading because even topics like biostatistics is asked in a theory exam mam in theory and viva we are asked a lot of uh, questions regarding diagnostics drugs charts etc how do we get comfortable with them honestly the best time is during each posting you can have your own e folder of good webinars articles or blogs that looks at each of these drugs and diagnostics just like you asked every time you see a test report for example a visual field take a break and read it a great resource are fellows and senior residents they have abundant knowledge and are fresh from their exams so take your help ma'am i've always been studying on my own so do you think studying and discussing in a group is advantageous see your style of studying is really yours however closer to the exams and definitely before practicals it will be very useful to question each other and maybe even present to each other like mock viva so yes group discussions do have a place what about these ico exams ma'am do they help with our ms or dnb courses by any chance uh the basic science exam makes you study the basic sciences systematically and that will be a great help in understanding the rest of ophthalmology so it's best to take the ico basic science exam at the end of the first year if you want you can always take the other parts later any tips before the actual day of the theory exam ma'am yeah well get a good night sleep have a good breakfast all common sense things really carry plenty of drinking water and some nourishing snack or chocolates with you arrive early and get settled both physically and mentally maybe even carry a painkiller to help with hand pain especially if you have two papers in a day put away your phones and avoid distractions importantly attempt every single question don't spend too much time on one and then find there is no time for some divide the 3 hours into time for each question also keeping a little bit of time for revision in each question take a good look at which component carries the most marks just like i told you before because clinical features may carry more than management Phew. my hands are sweaty just thinking about all of this from what about practical exam preparation some of my seniors who have passed theory are still studying frantic frantically for their practicals yeah practical exam preparation is a different ball game but i want to say a picture says a thousand words because in order for you to easily identify conditions it's a good idea to look at atlases or classic pictures and images on the internet this will supplement your clinical training the same is true for investigations in ophthalmology 
the plethora of webinars we have had, you must tune into those which cover areas you may be deficient in or didn't get a good posting in. Ma'am, does presenting case to seniors or consultants or even having a mock viva with our own batchmates really help us before facing the practical examination? See, in the last six months of your residency, please present as many cases as possible. And every chance you get on rounds, in the clinics, in classes, to your batchmates, senior residents and fellows, there is no replacement for practice, no shortcuts. But with time, you will gain confidence in speaking. This will also help you take a focused history and be systematic in your examination and presentation, thereby efficient in time management. Ma'am, I am not good at refraction at all. Will this be a problem in practicals considering how important it is? Refraction, refraction. Most PGs are quite scared of this in the exams. This can be daunting, especially if they are not touch, in touch with practical aspects. There are no shortcuts, unfortunately, for this one too. Focus on at least maybe one complete refraction a day from the first year so that with time, refraction becomes a breeze. So I've always wanted to ask this. How should we go about recent advances and clinical trials as we have a separate paper dedicated to it? Is it that important for theory or practical examination? And what is a good source for this? See, I understand your, why you're worried because this is a huge topic and can be very confusing. What you can do is to maybe make a simple table for clinical trials as a ready reference. Recent advances are definitely important. They are asked in theory and in practicals. But if you can't describe how to test pupils, in other words, if your basics are not strong, you will get into trouble in the exam. So recent advances are important, but I want to stress basics, basics, basics. See, there are also very good books for preparing for the practical exam, like Dr. Namrata Sharma's book of cases and Arvind's frequently asked questions. You can browse through Review of Ophthalmology, Helio or AAO website. Even the AIOS proceedings has tons of footage of video to get an idea about recent advances. So those are great resources. Mom, we have one last question. How do we remember all these instruments? Any tricks and tips that you would like to give us? Well, the best thing is throughout your post-graduation, you are going to assist and perform many surgeries. That is the time to accumulate knowledge about surgical instruments. It is important to remain curious and interested. This will make you a better learner and automatically a better performer in the final exams. So, you said it's the last question. So, let me wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much for all your guidance, ma'am. More importantly, thank you for patiently answering all our questions, ma'am. That's it for this episode, guys. The website mentioned in this podcast are in the description below. Do fill out the feedback form and also give suggestions for the upcoming topics. For our next episode, we shall discuss about digital eye strain. Thank you for your patient listening. Thank you.